Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. I'm just not adequate to do the job. If you have never thought that, you're probably the exception, because almost everyone at times looks at the height of the mountain to be climbed or the depth of the chasm that has to be crossed and says, not me, I'm just not up to it. Nothing is more fascinating to me than people. What makes some succeed and others give up even before they try to accomplish something? There's an aphorism that goes, ignorance is bliss. And mixed with falsehood, there is a small grain of truth in that. Vast numbers of people have been ignorant of the fact that they couldn't do something, and they end up doing what others said couldn't be done. There is a quality that does not show up on MRIs or can't quite be defined called initiative. And whereas there may be five siblings in a family, one of them born to the same parents, raised in the same environment and home, but has a dream. And that person doesn't listen to the detractors that tell him or her, you can't do it. Eventually, the dream is fleshed out in reality and succeeds. Now, everybody can hide behind the veneer or the shield of inadequacy. Take, for example, Moses, called by God at age 80, at a time when most men are looking for a rocking chair beside the fireplace. Of course, he told God why he was inadequate. His age, he wasn't fluent, and certainly he wasn't accustomed to speaking to VIPs. Surely God could have found someone more qualified. Yet God chose a man who had to depend entirely upon him. Now, God equips the called, but he rarely calls the equipped. Why does God pass by the more qualified individual with better family connections, the smarter one, better education, and he seems to choose the one who seemingly is inadequate? Because those who have much trust their own resources, while those who have little trust God completely. One of our problems today is that we tend to pay our heroes to fight Goliath, and we shrink back from facing the tough giants and the tall mountains. When David took on Goliath, he was a youth, probably in his late teens. Of course he was inadequate, but empowered by the one who had called him, he was more than adequate. So here's the issue. What does God want you to do? His purpose for you reflects your calling. And your calling is the key to your accomplishment. Does God call someone to fall on his face and fail? Generally not. Though God does use our failures to show us clearly where we missed his will and purpose, he uses them to help us accomplish what he wants. Friend, take time to study the lives of Old Testament warriors, and you will see that for the most part, they were not really adequate in their own strength. The fact of the matter is what Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Simply put, what you can do will never be enough, but what God can do through you is more than enough. So to recognize your inadequacy is the first step towards finding his strength and help. Read Paul's description of his own inadequacies in Romans 7. Then read on into the following chapter, where Paul, energized by the Spirit of God, presents an entirely different picture. When he wrote to the Philippians, saying he could do all things through Christ who gave him strength, it was not a boast of the flesh, but the recognition of the fact 
God's strength is more than enough to overcome our inadequacies. That's the secret of knowing what he wants you to do. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. Visit givetoguidelines.org and become a partner in sharing hope and encouragement in Christ with others around the world. That's givetoguidelines.org. Thanks for listening and join us again for Guidelines for Living.